So what happened in the Tanya was that Peridal uh, Hay and Vav talked about Toshav Hay. The Tshuva is not just the Nigla of Tshuva, which is to return to Hashem, not going to sin anymore, or whatever it is, Tshuva Nechayna, Tshuva Shlema, the various different levels that include also fasts, but it means returning to the Abish, the energy that's been dis- displaced. In order to explain this, the Rebbe goes into a whole thing about the Yichelik Avaya Amei, that Yidin are part of Hashem, and because the Yidin are part of Hashem, they uh, are connected to Hashem, right? And the connection to Hashem is not only in general, but in the particulars, not just Vayipach, that we have the same connection to godliness in general, but we have Yudkei Vavke. And he says that even in the Guf, we continue to be attached. Then he continues to say, there's a very big chilek between how it was in the time of the Beis Amikdash and how it is now. Time of the Beis Amikdash, we were attached, but when we cut off, we cut off. Cut off in part, cut off whole, we cut off. That was paid Hey, there's no tshuva whatsoever. Uh, it's so hard to say that when you read the Egedas Atshuva, you get that impression. But uh, let's leave it open ended. And the Perek Vav says, but now in times of Golos, that Kedusha felt the Makam Klipas. So first of all, we could be Yainik from Klipas. Even if we do Avedis, we could get still Chayas. You see people. I'm sorry to interrupt, but you see people in the time of the Bismarck did tshuva. Menashe or Achov, Achov did tshuva. But the fact remains that Ein Lechelik Al Mabor. In other words, they did tshuva, but does it affect the kodesh and the misa? Okay, I, I completely agree. I mean, there's no question in my mind that in the time of the first place, they didn't do tshuva. But evidently, it was a different concept. Well, you have in the Gudetei, says that a person could do tshuva for kodesh. He says, for example, if you could imagine a surgery where a person whose head has been cut off from his body, you could put it back on and the person will live. <laughs> you can't really do it. So huh? I understand. You can't do it. It's a muscle. It's a muscle. But in Ruchni Yonim, you could do it. But I cannot have Rachmanus on myself anymore. So you have Rachmanus on me. It just says Achsidus. I mitadatni. Rachmanus, they don't have Rachmanus. So you feel bad that they don't have. Right. But okay, that's. That I I don't know how to resolve it. The bottom line is that in the times of Gauls, we've fallen into Klipa, and we keep a yearning chayes from Klipa. Not only that, since Klipa leeches off us. We're natal chaylik beraish, so therefore we could live longer. On the one hand, but on the other hand, another critical component of klipe of golos is the idea of golos hashchina. That the chayes eliki that we get from the eibishter comes into golos. If the chayes eliki, which is really the hay, would remain bim koymo and we do an aveda, we'd be cut off from our source, right? In the time of golos, not the pshavegeder, I've cut off from our source. Our source itself goes into golos, which is terrible. But then there's a the concept of tshuva, tosh of hay, to put the source back where it belongs. And of course, there's two hays, the lower hay and the higher hay. So tosh of hay is hay tatoz, return the lower hay to its place, which is connected to maisa hamitzvahs. And tosh of hay, the higher hay has to do with kavanas hamitzvahs. In other words, the lower hay has to do with action, the higher hay has to do with what we understand and what we feel. Very, very end of Pedic Vav. Mamashin, the last lines of Pedic Vav, the Alter Rebbe finally gets back to tshuva. After he explains to us the whole of the difference in the time of the Beis Hamikdash and times of Golos. In terms of the possibility of doing tshuva, he finally goes back and says, in the times of Gauls, you could do tshuva. So in Peirik Zayin, he starts telling you about tshuva. But I want you to know like this, there's two tshuvas. Tshuva tata is Peirik Zayin and the first half of Peirik Ches. And tshuva yilor is the second half of Peirik Ches from here, from five lines in the bottom of Meyachet. And then Peirik Tes and Peirik Yud is tshuva yilor. And Yeralaf and Yudbeis is basically Dalton being a cheerleader, telling you that you can always fix whatever you did. So now we're going to learn about tshuva tata. Peirik Zayin says that Ulam, however. The true and straight path for the lesser tshuva. Hanal in there's two parts how a person does tshuva. Aleph, the first thing that is necessary when a person is doing tshuva is a hula'ed to arouse rachmonas. 
as they say in some circles, have mercy on your soul. From the source of Rachmanus, which is of course from Kesar Haid and Ishdashus. Shnafa that has fallen, me igrama from a tall mountain. What is the tall mountain that is its source? Chaya Chayim Baruchu the Eibishter, who's the source of all living things, and it has fallen, the Biramik into a deep pit. And what is the deep pit? Heine Chalz Atum of Asit Racher. This is the chambers of Tum and Sit Racher. So first of all. The mere fact that your neshama comes into this goof is already a gavadok in the field. Second of all, the fact that we may have done Avedis, and even Avedis Achamurim, that Rahmanus is even more compound. So, first of all, you have Rahmanus on your neshama. And second of all, the Alma Koyda, you have Rahmanus on the source of your neshama, which is, of course, the Heitata, which goes into Gauls with us, which is Bimekeir Achayim, in the source of life, Hushayim Avaya Baruchu, which is the name of the Abish Baruchu. And it's a Rachmanis, not just an hour, and it's Shomet, and Rachmanis also on the Heitata and Malchus of Atilas that goes into goals with us. So, Kmeshikosov, he brings in the Pasuk. Yoshev Allah we have to return to our Avaya, Virachameyu, and have Rachmanis on us. And I suppose it means you have to return Havaya to Havaya, Virachameyu, to have Rachmanis on us. Pirush, what does that mean? Le'eda to arouse Rachamim, Rachmanis, not only on yourself, but on Al Hashbal, Shem Avaya Baruchu, the flow of life that comes to Shem Avaya Baruchu. And specifically, Heitato, Shenishtasu, which has descended through a chain reaction, Vyarda, and descended to Heicholos, through the chambers of Klippa, Hatmeim, which are spiritually unclean, Lachiaizim, to give them life, Ayyadeh Maisei, Enesh, Vedachvalaisim, through the actions of man and his schemes, Umachshavesavarois, and his bad thoughts, Ukmeshikosav, as the Possek says, Melech, Osor, Barihitim, a king is locked up in chains, Vedihitim, Mechavachul, in the chains of the bad thoughts that people think. And so forth. This is a concept of the Ebishter being in Gauls as well. So the first part of Tshuva, and specifically Tshuva Tata, which is to put the Hei Tata back to where it belongs, which has been exiled to our misdeeds. Not only are we getting high from Klippe, but our source, the of Malchus of Atzilus, goes into Gauls with us, is through being made Rachman Rabbim upon it. It's on yourself and on Shemavayabar. Okay, and you'll see later on that this Rachmanis, along with something else, arouses the Rachmanis of the Eibish. Continues the Rebbe, and he says, The fixed time to have Rachmanis on Yunus Shama, on the Nelikus, which has gone to Golos, when a person says, when you wake up in the morning, and you're mourning for Chor Mabayis, you should mourn for Golos Hashchina, because it's one and the same thing. You do Tshuva for your own Avedis. You do Tshuva for the fact that the Eibish is in Golos. Okay. This is brought in the Siddur Ayin Sham Baruch. Siddur, he has a note. And this is what it says in Tikn Chatzos. The crown of our head has fallen. Woe is to us, because we sinned. What does that mean? Ateres Reshenu means our spiritual source. Which has gone into Golos. Because of our Avedis, not only have we caused that our Chayas should go away into Golos, but the Chayas of Alakus should go into Golos. And when we have, when we're doing Tshuva, we're having Rachmanis, not just on ourselves, but the need to tell the king. Which is why the Ebesh is called the king who has been shamed. The Pirkei Echolos, in the Medish, which is a Kabbalah Medish. Well, Pirkei Echolos, Mejikos Varamak, Zalzadamak says, Tapa now, There can be no greater shame than this. That you take the Ebesh did, and you lower him into Golos. And Tanya Pirkei Chavdalad, at the end, he gives a very graphic mushroom. You take your neshama, which is a piece of alakus, and you force it to do an aveda, and it says, and it's, 
you're, you're causing godliness to become, you're forcing godliness to become Tommy. Not only yourself, but Elokus, the Abish's godliness is in Golos because of us. So in Pedekeh, he said that the, you couldn't bring the Shechina into Golos, but you can get cut off. And Perik Vavi says, you're not going to get cut off, but you're going to bring the Shechina with you into Golos. And you have to have Rachmanus on it. Frat? Shechina is in Golos, no? Evidently, first of all, the Shechina is in Golos because of Avedis in the first place. Second of all, evidently, you can add to that Golos. And you could also diminish that Golos through Chub. Over Frat, and especially, one thinks, Hamaskel, an intellectual, a thinker. In other words, you think about what Hashem really is. And then you recognize what it means that the Lakus has subject himself to our free will. And because we've made poor choices, he's stuck in Golos, that Achmanus on Kedusha becomes much, much more compounded. Each individual person, if he shears sickly, have another go to the measure of his wisdom and his understanding. Yismar Menazel become bitter because of this, very much, because of the Achmanus of the Lakus, which has gone into Golos. Okay? That base. And there's another process to tshuva. The first process of tshuva is to have rachmanus on your neshama and rachmanus nelakus. How do you do that? Think about the fact that your neshama is a piece of alakus and you have forced it to be involved in shtusim. Think about the fact that the abish is alakus is supposed to be in its place, which means, practically speaking, it's supposed to be revealed as godliness. And instead it's in golos. It's sustaining us. But we don't see that it's Hashem, right? It's, it's, it's a big rachmanus. When you realize what's real and what's not real and you look how things are, it creates a, a sense of tremendous rachmanus. And the second point is levatish to break. The klipe in yourself, and of course the klipe in the whole world. So the whole reality of klipe, the whole reality of klipe is its conceit and its artificial upliftedness. The Pasik says, it soars like an eagle. You have this in Tanya, the Pedikhof Tess. It says in Pedikhof Tess. That clip is a lie. Clip is like darkness with a power of suggestion. If you believe Klippa, you make it real. If you don't believe Klippa, you saw that it was nothing in the first place. When the Gemara says about the Yitzhara, when you don't listen to him, he looks like a uh, toothpick. When you listen to him, he seems like a beam or whatever, like a mosquito. Klippa has no Matthias. But it comes to you and says, Look how big I am. When we believe it, we make it real. But Klippa is really artificial, it's a bluff. When you don't listen to the Yitzhara, you see the Yitzhara was nothing. So you have a Yetzir Hara. Obviously you've listened to the Yetzir Hara. In fact, all he is is smoke and mirrors. All he is is making suggestions to you. And when you believe it, he has reality. So you want to break this artificial sense of what Klippa is. Vahabitush, vahachno, adofer, mamish. And beating it up and subduing it till the earth dust, mamish. Zui, misoso, bitu. This is how you kill it and this is how you break it. Vahainu, practically, frek, yankele. How do you do this? A person should have a broken heart and a crushed heart. Moreover, a person should be shamed and disgusted with himself. Person should break yourself and call yourself like you have a test. This is also mentioned in the Pasuk. What is the carbon for the Ebishtev? By breaking the spirit of Klippa. And how do you break the spirit of Klippa? Through Lev Nishba By breaking the heart and crushing the heart. Okay, so in other words, what is the second Avaidah? The first Avaidah is Pashat Havrachmanis on Hashem. Havrachmanis on Yenishama say, look what I'm wasting. Second Pashat, feel terrible, break yourself. Now you know and I know that the Rebbe is not, is very afraid of us getting into the negative Musa mode because we may get stuck over there. But this is the Alter Rebbe. Alter Rebbe, how this fits into our practical life, maybe we'll see later. When we get to Pedikir maybe we'll talk about it depending on how much time we'll have. 
now we don't have time. Um, but the Alter Rebbe says, a prison should beat up on himself and tell himself, when a person breaks himself, he breaks the stranglehold of Klip. Any carbon from the behemoth, the Shema Vayas. What the Shema Vayas? This is a famous Ramban. The Bayi Karbanas always says Shema Vayas, which is He Midas Arachim, which is the Midah of Rachmanas. Avol the Shema Lekim to the Vayne Melekim, which is He Midas Adin, which is the Midah of Judgment. Ein Makriv and Karban Behemoth. You do not bring a carbon of an animal. Kiim, your own animal, the Shabbat or the Havet to break and to remove. Ruach Atumah Sitra Achra, the spirit, the spiritual uncleanness of Sitra Achra. Vezel Ruach Nishbara, which is breaking the spirit of Klipa. So when you bring a carbon Begashmias, it's the Shema Vayas. When you bring a carbon baruchni, it's the shame of the kim, or to say it in different words, a carbon the base hamikdash bederach klal ruba deruba is for a shoygig, so it's the shame avaya. A carbon which is from tshuva, which means he did naveda and lav dafki did it b'shoygig. This is a carbon the shame of the kim, and the carbon the shame of the kim you have to shech yourself. So he says there's two components to tshuva. One is to have rachmanis on the godliness that's been trapped in galus, right? You know what it says? Ain't endul l'spal alam etech kevedresh. Taiches the. Uh, when you think about the heaviness of the head of the Shechina that's in Golas. The that we are not the way we're supposed to be. And the second thing is to break ourselves for becoming spiritually hardened and stiff to the Avedis and to return to the Yevishta. Now the Rebbe has the Sikha that I mentioned to you before, which is unbelievable. The Rebbe says here, He's describing what you got to do. You have to break Klippe. But the Rebbe says, how is this connected to Tshuva? How is this connected to fixing you? How is having Rachmanas on Kedusha and breaking Klippe fixing you? So he says, there's different ways of looking at an Aveda and there's different ways of looking at Tshuva. Okay? The most fundamental way of looking at Aveda is what says in Tanya Perich of Dalet. That it's a merid of Merach Macha Macha Makadosh Baruch. You're rebelling against the Eibishter. You can start speaking this Aveda is bigger, this Aveda is smaller, this Aveda is more important, this, this, is, not, this is a different thing. Beklolos, fundamentally, what's an Aveda? I rebelled against Hashem. When you look at an Aveda in terms of there's no such thing as a big and a little. Every Aveda is a Merida. So an Aveda really is fundamentally throwing off the yoke of heaven, right? So Chula would be to re-accept the yoke of heaven, right? But there's two levels of Kabbalah One is you have a master, yeah? And he forces you to do what he wants you to do. So he beats you into submission. La'ilam, you don't want to be Makabalil. You're forced. That's what the Agmada says. Avda a slave wants to be free. He's forced into submission. So when a yid does Kabbalah it's possible that you should be Makabalil Mahashmaim. But you should be Makabalil Mahashmaim with ambivalence, with reluctance. You don't really want to be Makabalil You want to do whatever you want to do. Now, but then, Debishter is forcing you. Real Kabbalah Seel Machashmai means you accept the yoke of heaven, but you want to accept the yoke of heaven. If you want to accept the yoke of heaven, you have to be connected to Hashem. And the Pnimius of Kabbalah Seel is the very essence of the Neshama. The very essence of the Neshama is one with the Debishter, and that from that point of view, we want to accept the yoke of heaven. Explains the Rebbe in this Sikhe. Why are there two parts to the Avoid of Teshuvah, Toshiv Hei, putting the Hei where it belongs, because there's two parts of the tshuva in the person. The pnimistic part of tshuva is that I should connect to my neshama, to the very highest levels of my neshama. That I should connect to the Ebishter and I should want to be makabal And that's the idea of having rachmanus and you need to tell the key. The idea of having rachmanus and your divine spark is to connect to the inner levels of the neshama where you want to have kabbalah. The second point of breaking the stranglehold of klipa that klipa has on you and that klipa has kvayachal and alakus 
is the chitzonius, the practical Kabbalah sale of doing what the Eivishter says. So the Rebbe says, here he's describing how you put the hay where it, back, where it belongs, through Rachmanus and through Achna and Bitush. What does it mean practically? Practically means that you, a Yid, renews his Kabbalah sale of his acceptance of the yoke of heaven. Practically it means I'm going to do what the Eivishter says. That's the second point. Spiritually it means I'm connecting to Hashem on a level where I want to do what the Eivishter wants me to do. That's true. The Rachmanus that you have in Nitzvah Salaki. Because Rachmanus is the Panimi is the Ke'inian. Having Rachmanus on your Nishama gets you in touch with the level of your Nishama, which is one with Hashem, where you want to do what the Eivishter wants. Breaking the stranglehold of Klippa harnesses you to do what the Eivishter wants you to do no matter what. I'm saying, there's two, there's two things that you said. There's, uh, there's wanting to do it and then there's doing it, right? There's doing it but pale and then doing it because you want to, you want to accept the yoke of heaven. And so these which, two points... One, is, one has to do with your Nishama's deepest connection to the Hashem, and the other has to do with simply discipline and accepting what you're commanded. Says that ever these two concepts, which are practical in my life and in your life, each one of us needs to connect to Hashem so we want to accept the yoga of heaven, and each one of us must practically do what the Abishta says. Those two parts are these two avoidists having Rahmanas on your Nishama and breaking the stranglehold that Klippa has on the purse. This is a Sikh on Pedic Zion.